All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, long time no see. Happy New Year. It's been a while. I think it's been since, what, like October, maybe? Been a long uh, time. Yeah. We decided to take a little mental break. Uh, the semester was starting to kick our ass. Finals were around the corner. We got a little overloaded, so we decided to step away and rethink about what we're doing with the podcast, not try to hold ourselves too accountable on what we're doing and churn out two episodes a week for fun and when we don't have the time nor the effort to want to do that. So now we're uh, going to be a little bit more relaxed, try to bring out one to two episodes a, a month and try to give out good content for you guys. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. <coughs> a well-needed so, break. Uh, I think the last episode we did was Dune. Yeah, sorry about my audio quality, by the way. It was, uh, it was a rough night for me. <laughs> no, I listened to it. It was pretty good. All right, all right. Across. I, I wanted to review Dune, but I tried to record, like, a solo episode, and, man, that sucked. Like, <laughs> I'd get, like, 15 minutes in and be like, all right, now what? You know, I, <laughs> I feel like it's easier with two people because you can, like, bounce off and continue talking about it, but um, I tried... I want I want to speak about Bond just for like two minutes. Um, now you go, bro. And then yeah, and then we'll be good. Yeah. So today's topics topics plural. We're actually gonna briefly talk about our top five from 2021 and our most anticipated for going into this year 2022. Because for me personally, personally, there are a bunch of big hitters in the comic book movie industry this year, along with some other movies as well. So, um, yeah, without further ado, let's jump into the top five 2021, unless you have something to say about anything, Victor. Nope. Nope. I got nothing. All right. Sweet. That sounded super condescending, too. I feel kind of bad. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, drop. you want to go least, antis- or least favorite to most favorite from 2021 this year? Least favorite as in, like, still my favorite or just? Yeah. Okay. Like, least favorite out of the... Yeah, yeah. Out of the yeah, five? Exactly. Yeah. Um, least favorite out of the five would probably be Free Guy. I watched this not that long ago. I mean, it was last year. It came out last year. But um, it's like that self-aware movie with Ryan Reynolds in it where it's just like, oh, they're in a video game, but this guy becomes self-aware in it. I actually really like this. I didn't think I was going to like it that much because I saw a bunch of it on like Twitter and like clips of it on tiktok and stuff (coughs) and normally when i see that stuff it's like it's always the cringiest jokes they post and it's just like okay i don't think i'm gonna like this movie but i ended up watching it with my girlfriend and i think we really liked it um it looked good um i never got around to watching it but because it was one of those movies that's been in purgatory i think since covid started and it was also in purgatory because it was a fox owned movie and then disney bought out fox and other behind the scenes things but it looked good it looked funny with ryan reynolds i thought it was just kind of it looked kind of cheap to me personally but i definitely want to give it a watch still it's pretty i definitely definitely recommend uh at least giving it a watch i don't know if i'd watch it again so soon but i feel like it's like a good twist like it's a fresh movie like when you watch it you're not like oh this has been done before oh i've seen this before it's it's kind of just like oh i mean this is new and it's good as a new thing which i think like puts it number five on my list just because it was new and it did a good job at making a new thing that hasn't been done you know a thousand times before right 
Have you seen those memes where it's uh, like, oh, what is it? Oh, they it was it's kind of like just doing a twist on that the, the real Matrix Four is Free Guy rather than what we got as Matrix Four, which I never actually saw yet, but it was oh, pretty funny for me, even seen, though I've never seen it. You haven't seen Matrix Four? No, I heard it was pretty mid or bad depending on who you talk to. Uh, I honestly, I don't want to get into it too much. I couldn't get through the first thirty minutes, man. I had to really, shut that shit off. yeah. Wow, because there's like, I don't know, I'm. I'm not spoiling it at all, but there's like a scene in the first 30 minutes. Like the whole thing is just like mate Neo's like this video game designer, developer, whatever. And there's like a glitch in the matrix and something happens. I didn't even get to that part. I saw the intro and then they got to, um, when like Trinity quote unquote character is introduced, which is like 15 minutes in. And like, there was four jokes back to back. They were just so bad. I just (laughs) shut the movie off. (laughs) Uh, That's bad, bro. Because I don't know that I, so I've seen a bunch of clips that were super meta on this movie, on Matrix 4. And it was pretty much, and because apparently Warner Brothers was going to make Matrix 4, whether or not the Wachowskis, the original directors, were going to come back or not. And Lana came back, obviously, because she is the co- the sole director on this movie. And she kind of was just like, all right, I'm going to make a movie. I've, people that I watch on YouTube dub it as like an anti-sequel. But anyways, we're sidetracking here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They called Trinity. Like somebody literally said, man, that chick's a milf. And I was just like, it felt like uh, <laughs> a critique of like 2012, like grammar and like mm-hmm. verbiage. But like we're in, we're like ten years past that, man. It's old, and it would have been bad then, and it's bad now. That's gotcha. just how I saw like the first thirty minutes, and then I was done. Gotcha. All right. All right. Your you wanna... least favorite. Okay. Um, back to back. Back to back least favorite. All right. I'm gonna have to say, uh, Luca's in my top five, and Luca will be not my number five. Um. It is a coming-of-age animation, Disney animation movie. Um, I don't know if it's a Pixar, actually, off the top of my head. One second. I don't think it is a Pixar movie. It's a, just a Disney animation. But it's pretty much about this boy that's, like, a fish. Or these two kids are fishes, and they're pretty much just... It's kind of like coming out. It's like a coming-out story, pretty much. That's how I've seen it as. And I just thought the the animation was beautiful. The story was great. The voice acting was great. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was super fun. I kind of I cried at the end actually because it was really emotional. It was a big deal. It's tough. I couldn't imagine do, going through what these kids went through in this movie, but it was good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I haven't seen. It. I watched Encanto the other day. I think that was yesterday. I liked it, bro. I heard Encanto was a fire. It was. It was good. I liked it. I wouldn't put it in my top five, but, like, there's something about these Disney movies that, like, I could watch them all. Like, I have to watch there's... Luca. I saw that on there. But, um... Luca's good, bro. You gotta watch it. I'll check it out. <laughs> Alright, let's jump to your number four. All right, my number four would have to be... I'm trying to think. It's just hard trying to remember all these movies I've watched this year. Um... I know. I'd have to say Dune. You're putting Dune at four. Interesting. I'm putting Dune at four. I um, gotta know your top three now. Top three. Dude, I'm, 
I'm jogging it. Like, these top five, I don't like listing things because, like, I'll always remember a separate movie I watched or something else. But mm. take this top five is, like, kind of jumbled until we get to the top two. Gotcha. Um, but I, I really liked Dune. Um, the only thing, like, having read the book before specifically so that I could watch the movie with an understanding of it, it... It really feels like it's a good movie with what it's done, but it is just like the first half of the book, and I have no issue with that. It's just, it feels like a trailer for part two, and I've had a lot of my friends like, you know, agree with me that like, what it did was good, but it still just feels like a trailer, and yeah, that's, I I loved it, it's in my top five for a reason, but I feel like Dune 2, like part two could be like one of the best sci-fi movies of all time it could rival like blade runner 2049 and the original blade runner for me if they keep the quality they have for this one and just put it on the next one with like the story bits that come in the second part and so yeah that was that was my uh number four gotcha i i understand your critiques on dune um i'll go into my thoughts again briefly when i get to it but my number four um, is going to be. Uh, should I do it? That I saw a lot of movies. Do it. I'm gonna say uh, Demon Slayer, the movie Mugen Train, another animated movie. Um, I love anime, and this. I haven't cried at an anime in a while. And when I watched this movie in theater, this was also my first anime movie in theaters. So like the sound quality, seeing the animation on a massive screen was just amazing. And this anime is actually my favorite anime. So this was just, a wet I honestly, it was a wet dream. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best way to put it. it. I could not like catch my breath. Once the action started, it was just go, go, go. And even to this day, when I watch the, the movie, I still cry and I know it's going to happen. It's crazy, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, yeah, I just love that movie. It was great. I love the current season now. So I, I I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> yeah. I really liked, uh, Mugen train. I saw it with a bunch of buddies on uh, my girlfriend. I, dragged her very reluctantly to the theaters to see it uh i think she just went so she could be like well i saw an anime movie with you so now we have to go see like a chick flick when it drops Uh, (laughs) but uh no it was really good i enjoyed it a lot i wouldn't put it in my top five but like it was definitely it's probably like the only anime movie i've seen apart from like uh the ones on netflix of like naruto or whatever but yeah that one I've only seen one other one, and it was the My Hero one. But anyways, okay. I really like the scene from that though. Has got to be one of one of these. The scene that I'm going to talk about has got to be like my favorite scene in like an anime. Um, is on the train when he's fighting the the, the demon. I forgot the name. The Michael oh. Jackson dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot his name too. He keeps he's putting sorry. him to sleep, and in his dreams, he keeps killing himself like immediately. Yeah. That there's like one scene where it's just like he keeps like getting put to sleep and then like a second will go by and then he'll wake up and in my head i'm just like dude this this kid's like killing himself in his dreams this fast like that's ridiculous i just thought that was so sick i was just like smiling ear to ear i was like damn this is sick uh 
bro yeah. the scene that had me going like that was when they get to the head of the train it's shortly after that and him tanjiro and inosuke are running down the i think like the train expanded at one point up into the sky and they run are like running down cutting the eyes and you see inosuke and tanjiro like combo combo this uh train oh, yeah. and stuff it was crazy and then tanjiro finished it with the hinokami kagura yeah amazing cinema that's peak cinema dude yeah inosuke is like he's probably my favorite character in that show he's the goat bro he's so funny <laughs> anyways um let's so jump to your number three top three now my number three i'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for this especially from you my number three is uh venom let there be carnage bro <laughs> come on man <laughs> You put Venom over Dune, bro. Yes. yes. Come I put my on. Number, dude, wait till you hear my number one. You're not going to like my number one at all. I'm going to cut myself off as co-host from this podcast <laughs> after hearing that. I can't uh, do this. Uh, like I said, dude, it's switchable until the top two. But, uh... No. What could possibly be your number one? Because that's worse than Venom. No, I don't think it's worse than Venom. I think it's better, obviously. Oh, a lot better. Geez. I'm scared. Anyways, let's let's hear your reasoning why it's so high uh, up. Venom, honestly, like I said at the end of the last review, all they have to do with Venom 2 to make it better, in my opinion, was just take what they did good, which is Eddie Brock and Venom, make it like a sitcom, like a buddy cop movie, and make it longer or make it like more about that like i don't care about eddie brock without it i don't care about venom without it i don't care about anything else like the whole romance thing out the window i love it uh the whole eddie brock without the thing there's like 15 minutes in there i love it you cut it down uh the whole bullshit with like big bad guy being a gray venom out the window he's like a cooler one that's not even like venom I just feel they did everything better, especially with Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson carried this movie. I'll That's say that fair. I'll say that for this movie, like as much as you like or do not like the movie, Woody Harrelson did a great job as Cletus Cassidy. And honestly, he like, did. dude, Woody Harrelson's like my canon casting casting for Cletus Cassidy now. Try saying that ten times fast. <laughs> he's my he's like who I think of now when I think of Cletus Cassidy. I think that, I mean, I agree. What you said, uh, Woody Harrelson definitely carried uh, Venom 2 was, it was fine. I don't, I think there was, I don't know. I feel like I'd rather watch Venom 1 over Venom 2. I don't know. It depends on the mood I'm in, but I'm intrigued at, that it's at your number three, though. Yeah, I mean, I went into it, like, within the first, I think I said this in my review, within the first, like, 20 minutes... I was just sitting there like, man, this this thing sucks. It's going to suck. But then I looked at it, like, I've, I've said this before, so I feel like I'm repeating myself. I'm just going to keep it short. As, if you go into the movie looking at it as, like, a buddy cop film, it, it's going to do good. I That's okay. why I liked it. That's the only reason I liked it, because, like, the second I thought like that, the movie was just, like, instantly better. There's a couple things I didn't like, like the whole scream or screech, shriek, whatever her name is. I feel like she did really yeah. bad. I didn't she really was care for her character at all. Uh, same with like the FBI agent. I didn't really care for him at all. They did something with him at the end, but 
apparently he's like a child of venom like his actor or not actor but the the character and like he gets the venom symbiote or whatever yeah um but yeah and then like that post credit scene was pretty good Uh but i mean yeah like it was a fun movie when i watched it i haven't watched it more than once so that could be like a big factor in this i just thought like when i watched it the first time they cut out everything I didn't want. They put in more of what I wanted. And that's what I got out of it. Because, like I said, I love Venom. Mm-hmm. I, like, grew up playing, like, the Ultimate Spider-Man game on my GameCube. So I always saw Venom as, like, oh, he's so cool. He's, like, Spider-Man, but evil and good at the same time. And then, yeah, like, they did what I wanted. That's all I can ask. That's fair. Can't hate. I respect it. <laughs> I mean, I don't get it, but. Dog, let's it's rewind really five list, minutes bro. and hear what you were saying about it. Saying about what, bro? About Venom? You gonna you gonna resign as co-host? Yeah, I'm gonna resign <laughs> as co-host because I don't understand your logic. Anyways, it's fair though. I'm not gonna hate it. It's your list, bro. I got you. Thank you. Uh, number three. Uh, all right. Spider-Man: No Way Home is number three for me. Um. Uh, is it? Can we talk spoilers briefly? Like mention things? It came out on the 18th. Yeah. If you haven't gone to the theaters to see the biggest movie of 2021, then... Yeah, I think whoever's listening at this point, if they haven't seen it, it's not because... Uh, not because... Whatever. It's because, like, they don't really care, or they just don't care enough to where, like, getting it spoiled won't, you know, do anything. Yeah, but I have it at three... It has a lot of wow factors with Charlie Cox's Daredevil coming back, which is easily forgettable when you see Tobey Maguire come back and Andrew Garfield come in with so many other things happening, like Aunt May dying. Yeah, uh, there's all that happening. The problem I have with it, though, is the pacing. I still love this movie. Me and Vic were just talking about how the pacing is so bad in Act 1. It is like a crawl to get out of Act 1. It's not up until... Ock shows up, Doc Ock, and that's like a while. That's a while. But, I mean, once that happens, it just boom, 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 one thing after the other. Like, Tom Holland's, this was Tom Holland's best performance as Spider Man. He is like the definitive Spider Man now. And you guys know, I said I did not like Tom Holland's Spider Man movies. And I now really like, I, dude, I did not like them. I did not like his Spider Man. But he absolutely crushed it on this movie. Um, I don't know what happened after that re-sign of the deal with Sony and Disney. But Holland killed it. They redirected the character. They removed. They redid so many of the worst parts of Spider-Man in this uh, iteration. And like flipped it on its head. Made it better. And then extended the character. And I'm now actually excited for a new Spider-Man movie. The next trilogy. Which is insane because I never thought I would say that. Andrew Garfield's still my favorite, though, but Tom Holland is definitely the best Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, I'll go into my number two, because it's... I mean, I might as well just backpack off what you said. Spider-Man No yeah. Way Home is my number two. Um, I feel like this movie... like I agree with Ethan a lot. Um, the pacing had issues. I watched it almost, like... I watched it opening night, and then I watched it a couple days later with my... Or like, the next week with my dad... And even the first time watching it, like, when they were going through that stuff, I was like, I get this is, like, setting it all up, but there's, like, some things you could have just straight up taken out. 
or just yeah. fixed and done differently. I like I said, I'm not a movie producer. I'm not talking about like the actors, or the actresses. I'm just saying like the pacing in the beginning is a crawl. Um, and, it just uh, felt long. Yeah, it felt it, like watching it again the second time, especially felt really long. Yeah. Um, especially at the end, like after all, like the big fighting things happen. Normally, it's just like a nice, steady decline, and I'll give that to like Marvel movies, is they know how to like wind down a fight to where it's not so bland at the end, I guess. But this one, I feel like just like fell under that curse. Like I feel like it was just like a plummet after. And it's not for that long, so it's not like I'm hating the movie because of this, but because it wasn't so long was the only reason, like, I'm kind of brushing it off. But, like, after Strange cast that spell, it's kind of just like, okay, I get where they're going with this. Let's get to the end. Yeah. I don't know. That's how I saw it. I loved the movie, uh, especially Toby, Andrew, and Tom. I feel like... Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland like listened to our podcast episode about rating the Spider-Man. They listened to me specifically <laughs> and they said, fuck you, Victor. Like, yeah, this, this really like they, I don't know what it was. I had Andrew Garfield at like my, I think I put him as like my third out of the three. He's the best, bro. Movies. He's the best. He's not the best to me now, but he definitely like. He killed it. I would love to see more of him now. If they can give him like. If they can keep his character like what they did in this movie, I feel like I'd be excited to watch an Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie again. Um, and same with Tom Holland. Like, Tom Holland, I I went into this movie opening night and I told my buddies, because my buddies are big Spider-Man fans. Spider-Man fans? Spider-Man? I, I don't know how I'm trying to phrase that. Spider-Men's? Spider-Men's yeah. fan? <laughs> and, uh, so, I went into it and I was just like, if they do what I think they're gonna do, I will be... I'll have, like, some of my faith restored in Marvel because they're doing that, like, you know, stuff that was only done on an animated screen. And at that point, it's just like, okay, I get it, but, like, you know, oh, you pull a Spider-Man. I'm talking mainly across the Spider-Verse or into the Spider-Verse. Um, like, you can pull Spider-Man from, like, other universes and you can make it cool. Like, I love that movie. But pulling, like, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, like, these actors who weren't even in, like, the MCU who had, like, no contracts. Like, these guys weren't even part of, like, a bigger franchise at the time. Other than, like, Andrew Garfield's, like, potential Sony deal. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, pulling all of them and making, like, this Spider-Man movie, like, what it is, uh, I loved it. I feel like the fact that they did that, like, I don't want to see a lot more of it. I've seen a lot of people talking, like, oh, we need more of Toby or we need more of Andrew. Like, you guys did a good job. Now just keep that, like, process that thought process going like i don't want toby and andrew in every movie because it's gonna wear it out but like keep like the balls to do that you know right no i know what you're saying i do agree that they don't need to show up in like every project that's coming out because then it just doesn't feel genuine yeah um but I think you'll be happy to hear that both Toby and Andrew are interested in coming back, and there are rumored projects for both of them. But that's all speculation right now and rumor. Yeah. Hell yeah. But um, yeah, I like that movie, and that's why it's my number two. All right. So now we'll go to my number two, and that's going to be Dune. Um, I when I on my Dune in, uh, review, I had no idea what I was getting into. 
and um i loved every second of it i loved how slow it was because it is slow i do agree it is a trailer for a second movie and it relies a lot on getting a sequel um but it's it's a very different universe that a lot of the general audience, me included, has not seen before. So it really needed to spend time on developing like who these characters were, what was at stake when the Atreides got um, what is, oh, Arrakis, couldn't think of it. Mm-hmm. And I just loved the feel of it, like just the marvel of it, the, how giant it was, the universe building behind it. It was so grand and Vill- Villeneuve just killed it like i cannot wait to rewatch it i watched it twice in theater i think mm-hmm. and i cannot wait to own this movie and just watch it on loop because it just feels amazing to watch yeah i will give villeneuve if that's how you pronounce his name um this is that he does really good with sci-fi atmosphere and like world building um because mm-hmm. like the world of i get blade runner is important to the story i'm not saying it's not but i'm saying that it's more based on like the atmosphere and like the history of it the fact that you know there's replicants and stuff and i feel he did Mm -hmm. a really good job of that portraying that with enough time in 2049 and especially in dune like because the whole you know planet the world building literally plays into the story Um, oh yeah that's what drives the story and he set that up in this first movie like really well. So this this guy's got an act for like making worlds, I guess, or like bringing oh, yeah. worlds to life off the book. Off oh the yeah. Page. He was a. Um, I watched a couple interviews, and he read Dune when he was in high school, I think, or primary school, or not primary school, but you know, high school, American mm-hmm. high school. And um, he said he's been in love with the series, and you can really tell when he. Like, with every frame, he just... There's so many intricacies with how he shot it, and you know he cares. For one, his cast is stellar. Like, I hadn't read the book yet, and I'm reading it now, about halfway through it now. And definitely watching that movie is helping me read this book, because I could not read this book prior to uh, watching a movie, because this this is a very dense book. My brain is too (laughs) mush right now to read this book, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I read the book the week before I saw it, or the week before it came out. I'm on vacation, actually, and it helps seeing, um, like, the what people they brought for what characters. But I always liked that about a book, because I always, always like reading it before watching the movie, so, like, I come up with the characters in my head and, like, what they look like or, um, like, their physical features, I guess. Um, right? No, I, I gotcha. I finished the All right. book like the day before I watched Dune. Damn, bro, yeah. that's eight hundred pages, man. In a week, yep. That's impressive. I I gotta get back on it. All right, you're number one. Wow. I'm genuinely intrigued by this. My number one has got to be James Bond: No Time to Die. Really? I fucking loved this movie, dude. This movie made me, like, ball when I got home. Really? Yes. That is so interesting. I, I've i always been a fan, uh, a, fan, a fan of Daniel Craig's James Bond ever since Casino Royale, I think, was the first one. I feel like he mm. brought a lot more of, like, 
grittiness, um, I don't know how to say it, like, rawness to the character, as in, like, you know, you get all these bonds are, like, like, he's still suave, he still gets the chick at the end of the day, whatever, but he brings, like, a lot more realistic, they kind of focus on it through these movies, is that he's not a needle, he's not the needle they want him to be, like, he's not quiet, he's not, like, kill the guy you're supposed to kill and get out of there, get what you have to get and get out of there, don't make, like, don't leave a scene, he goes in there like a sledgehammer, he's killing everybody, blowing shit up, and he gets it, but, like, there's a lot of collateral damage in his way, and that's kind of the point of these movies, is they're kind of touching on, like, Bond, like, you know, you're unhinged, man, like, you're like a loose cannon, like, you get the job done, but you're not the best one to do it at this point, like, we keep giving you these chances, and you keep making us regret it, like, you get the job done, but you look at all the damage you left. Right. And this movie, well, I don't know if you want me to spoil it, man, but this movie was the perfect way to send him off. Um, so does he die? I've never watched a James Bond movie. Okay, so I, you don't mind me spoiling it then? No, I don't, I don't care. Okay. Yeah, he dies at the end. And it's I figured terribly it sad. Because, so the whole plot of it, I'm not going to get too in-depth in it, just the reason why it's so sad. So, mm. um, he finds out this girl that he was in love with at the end of two or one movie before this has a daughter and he's like is this mine and she's like no it's somebody else's and so he's like you know trying to like figure out like trying to save the world from this villain who's played by R rami malik who also does a really good job as a villain in oh this. yeah um but there's this like dna bioweapon towards like the invisible bullet that can go through anybody except your target like you can a bullet that goes around the world and kills only one person like that's kind of like the idea is that it like you put the dna in of the person you want to kill and it'll only kill that person or people related to him right so at the end of the day like bond saving the day kills gets shot by rami malik's character kills him but he gets the dna of his lover and his daughter on him and these nanobots like if he gets close to them they will kill her and his daughter and so oh he's just, God. like, stuck on the island. He's just, like, just bomb it. And everybody's just like, no, Bond, like, we have to get you off. And he's like, there's no point. Like, I get off the island. I can't see the person I'm in love with. I can't see my daughter. Like, I can't get close to them. And he's just like, there's no point. Like, just end it. And Damn. so, yeah, he gets, like, bombed. <laughs> oh. And, dude, that shit was sad. That's sad as fuck, bro. I know, Jesus. dude. I was, like, in the theater, like, tears rolling down my face really quietly because I was watching my watching the movie with my dad i was just like man this is my dad i can't let him see me cry <laughs> but damn yeah, that's, bro. that's that's my number sad. one movie that that movie was really good i have yet to watch that again i have to watch that again like soon because i'm missing that movie wow bro that's i wanted to watch it for anna de armas because she's a babe <laughs> but it was all it's also like a big thing because i never watched daniel craig's james bond movies but he is the james bond of our generation so i was like i should probably watch this because like, yeah. it's a big deal it's his last one but damn that's sad that's so fucked up yeah no i know and just to comment about what craig said about like a bond which i thought was taken a lot out of context by a lot of media outlets is when he said like um 007 or james bond shouldn't be played by a person of color or a female 
he went on to clarify that like you these people like women and people of color should have their own James Bond to look up to. Nobody oh, wants yeah. to play this suave, you know, heterosexual like white guy. Like oh yeah. Why why look up to that guy when you can like make your own? Which is kind of what they touch on in this movie. They also did a really good job at like making you not like the new 007 cuz she was cuz he's like retired. She comes in, mm. she's been doing her shit, and then they give it back to him for a little bit. But they make you really not like her in the beginning, and then at the end you're like, damn, she's kind of badass. Like, I'd support her if she was a James Bond, or like a 007 agent in the movies from now on. Right. But yeah, that was my number one. Sweet. I just want to do a quick aside on the whole 007 thing with what Daniel Craig said. I do agree that um, POCs and women shouldn't be like they shouldn't be casted just for diversity's sake they these these people pocs and women they should be granted original characters that get to the the power of a 007 like james bond something like like an original character they don't have to be a rehash of 007 if that makes sense like for example like yeah i'm just going on a tangent here but yeah (laughs) all right is it time for my number one? It's probably no surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's probably no surprise that Zack Snyder's Justice League is my number one movie. Um, this There's nothing wrong with this movie. <laughs> I, I honestly... I've seen this movie ten times. I try to look for something that I don't like. I really do, and I can't find anything. Um, I've been campaigning for this movie since the monstrosity of justice league that came out in 2017 originally i did enjoy uh, the original justice league 2017s because i was like oh that's what Zack snyder would have wanted so it's fine like that's what he wanted this was done we should still like it and then more and more information came out and then that's when the release the snyder cut hashtag started i'm sure nobody knows what that is outside of a few people and i don't know this movie is we talked about pacing with no way home and this movie, I know it's going to be really bad because of my bias, but this does not feel like a four hour movie. And even if it does, it's broken up into eight chapters for you to stop and watch and like pee or whatever. And I just loved it. I woke up the day it came out, March 20 or March 18th, 2021. I woke up the, at the exact time, 7am. I think it was, and I just got my coffee and sat and watched it. I bawled. I, I bawled that. watching this movie, bro. I was sobbing at, like, so many scenes. And when it ended, I was just, like, in awe of what Zack Snyder and crew did. Um, the VFX team, they did the VFX for that movie in six months. Like, really? that VFX... No, it was shorter than that. I think it was, like, three months or something like that. Three to six months, I'll say. And the VFX on that movie is astounding. Obviously, there's some weak spots to it, but like I said, they did the VFX for it in such a short period of time. Um, I love all of the actors that portray all of their characters. They did such a great job in this movie. The writing was good. The soundtrack by Hound Zimmer was amazing. I don't know. You can just feel like the man of from Man of Steel to Batman v Superman. The buildup. Like and then it just crescendos in Zack Snyder's Justice League, and then you could get more glimpses of what's to come, and then poof, it's gone. But 
oh my god, this movie is everything I could have asked for and more. Yeah, I will give <coughs> this movie an honorable mention just for what it did for um, director's cuts. Just because, like, a lot of people... You know, like, a director's cut was always something like, oh man, like... It's just, like, a couple minutes of, like, cut scenes and extra credits or whatever. But I feel like with this movie and with what, like, social media played a part in getting this movie to be released, like, that's a big step. Like, it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of shown, at least WB, that, like, you guys need to realize that let your directors direct. You hired them to do a job. Let them do it how they want to do it or don't support it at all, you know? Right, exactly. There was, there was a lot that went behind the removal of Zach when the movie was supposed to release originally. Um, I can get into that. I had, that's like a whole episode that I could do. Um, but briefly, the studio didn't like the reception of Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, so they limited him to two hours. The original Justice League was is and was and is supposed to be a cut, cut and dried two hours including end credits so snyder was like bro i can't do that that's i got a team-up movie to do in two minutes no way because of all the complaints that batman v superman was too long it's not funny so they it's too scary x y and z whatever yeah um so snyder was hounded the whole time just to make this movie how they wanted so they could rake in some money and then Snyder's daughter actually passed away while shooting. So on top of all of this stress from the studio and his daughter passing, he was like, dude, I can't do this. I'm done. Uh, so he stepped down and Joss Whedon came in and uh, pretty much just fucked the movie. <laughs> Ruined it. <laughs> fucked it There's up. No, he, it's clear cut and dry what he did. And you can tell if you go, if you watch Snyder's cut of the Justice League, and you watch Whedon's, you can tell who did what. There's some things that overlap, but it's it's bad. Um, yeah, I, I could go on about this movie, but I just wanted to keep it there. If you haven't watched it, HBO Max exclusive, give it a watch. I promise you will enjoy it, um, whether you like superhero movies or not. There's a lot that goes on in this. Yeah, I agree. All right. I think that's our top five each from 2021. Did you want to briefly go into some of your movies that you're most likely to in, most likely interested in for this year, and then uh, just list rattle them off? Yeah. So, do you want me to just list all mine off that I'm excited for? Yeah, and then we can just go into whatever ones. Okay. Um, Uncharted. I'm looking forward to Uncharted, especially after seeing um, Tom Holland in No Way Home. Um, I've played the Uncharted games. It seems like a far cry from the games or from like the story. Because um, Nathan's supposed to be older and so is Sullivan, who's played by Mark Wahlberg. The mm. humor looks bad, but I'm not rating it on the humor yet until I see the movie. Uh, it's supposedly dropping, what, February 18th? Yeah, um, that's a Tuesday, by the way, which is so stupid. Yeah. Uh, the Batman, I'm, I think this is my most pipe movie now. Yeah, um, like, um, that's number one for me, personally. Seeing these trailers, like, I I really can't wait, especially to see, like, the Riddler in a more I realistic, know. like, it kind of seems like a Nolan take on the Riddler, not, you know, I'm not trying to graywash this director's vision out, but I always saw, like, the villains as, in Nolan's movies, like, more gritty, or more, like, 
dirtier. They were grounded, I would say, yeah. personally. More and grounded. So I want to see how the Riddler, um, Matt Reeves, I want to see how Matt Reeves does the Riddler. Um, and the Penguin. Just because I like Colin Farrell as an actor. And I want to see how he does uh, the Penguin. I've seen the makeup. He looks like the Penguin, so I'm excited for it, that. He doesn't even look like Colin Farrell. I know. Which is the best part about the whole thing. Um, I'm just going to say this now. Like, I, I don't really give a shit about Morbius. Um, That's fair. I, I, I get, like, for comic book people, like, this might be a big movie. But I... I don't know, like, what Morbius, like, what what's supposed to be, like, the big thing with this movie is that it just connects to some things, or it's just another movie in, like, the Sony Venomverse? Um, yeah, it's essentially that. It's, Morbius is a Spider-Man, like, anti-hero, which I'm, that's why I'm interested in it personally, but it's kind of just another cash grab that fits in with the book of Venom, in my opinion. Still want to watch it, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, Sonic 2. I haven't seen Sonic, Sonic 2 1. looks fire, bro. Sonic 1 was so good. I, I haven't love seen Sonic 1. Sonic 1. I have to watch that like soon. But I saw Knuckles in this trailer, man, and I'm fucking pumped for this movie now. Dude, Knuckles is voiced by Idris Elba. Oh, I'm, I'm pumped. I am very <laughs> pumped for that. Um, Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore. Yo, fuck, they still make those? Yeah, fuck them for recasting Johnny Depp. Um... This is a whole yeah, kind bro. of conversation for another day, but like, fuck Amber Heard. Uh, we all yeah, stand that, Johnny Depp. <laughs> that, I agree with that because, like, why does Amber Heard get to keep her role as Mera in Aquaman 2, but you're going to drop Johnny Depp? That's I what don't I'm know. saying. That, it doesn't make sense, bro. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for this just because, like, I, I watched the trailer and I was like, you know, this could look, this looks kind of good. Like, it, it's like more like, into Dumbledore, like the cool parts, like the wizardry, like Harry Potter, and I like I like the Harry Potter movies. I read all the mm. books when I was a kid. I'm not like a super big fan. Like you're not gonna see me getting like that stupid triangle circle line tattoo on my wrist or anything, hey, bro. That's the fucking uh, Deathly Hallows, bro. What do you yeah, mean? Whatever. Resurrection Stone, Elder Wand, and Invisibility Cloak. You don't <laughs> want that on your body? No. Not at all. <laughs> but um It is kind of fire. Low key, it's kinda of gas. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, uh I haven't even watched any of the movies that like include Eddie what's his name? Redmain. Oh um, yeah. But you haven't I, watched the the first two? No. That's I wanna fair. watch That's them now. Right. It's piqued my interest into them. But um I just wanna I, I just wanna see how it does. Honestly. That's fair. That's fair. And then Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I'm Sam Raimi, the goat's back. Really pumped for that because of Sam Raimi. Um, there's like this thing on TikTok where they showed like the difference between Endgame and the Multiverse of Madness, just a trailer. And there's like some things like I get like the tones of the movie are supposed to be different, but like just how like they did the characters. Like he looks more like like colorful. Like he looks like Doctor Strange now instead of just like Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. You know. Yeah, I did see. I know what you're talking about. The color grading in Endgame and Infinity War is appalling. It is bad. It's just gray everywhere. Yeah, it looks. It doesn't look good. But um, that that trailer for Multiverse of Madness is Chef's kiss. That color grading is beautiful. Yeah. Anyways, so like to see where that goes. 
And Lightyear. I'm actually kind of surprised that I'm excited for Lightyear. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. Don't need to go into that one. I love Toy Story. And then That's fair. The last one I'll mention is Thor Love and Thunder. That's a good segue because I am also very interested in Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, I want to see Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Christian Bale in this movie. That's fair. I respect it. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm looking for, forward to in 2022. Uh, for me, Thor Love and Thunder is probably one of one of the it's a, it's my number six most anticipated for this year. Um, I have a what is what's it called like a guilty pleasure of watching Thor one and two because I enjoy those movies even though Thor two is appallingly bad but Thor one's like all right. Um, so I'm interested what they do with Thor, especially after Endgame. I hope they actually deal with his trauma rather than just joke that he's fat now because I think what they did to him was fucked up in Endgame. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's that. I'm also interested in the whole why the hell is Jane Foster coming back now? Um, I know she becomes Thor at one point, but I'm kind of interested in that as well. Yeah. Um, I just a quick side note. I want to see how Taika Waititi does on this because this is like his second second Thor movie, and I want to see like something different than Ragnarok because I like Ragnarok. I like I like it a lot, um, but I feel like if they do like the same tone and like the same kind of like jokes and like atmosphere they did in Ragnarok, that it's gonna be like. I'm, I don't think I'm gonna like it as much. I want like a more like serious but also like fun movie you know yeah because yeah i know what you mean i see i used to hate ragnarok i could not stand ragnarok before because i do agree it is filled with jokes it is over the top with jokes um but it does some really good things with the character of thor um it also does some really bad things like a lot of bad things but i hope he doesn't fumble the bag on this one because thor deserves justice after what happened to him in endgame Anyways, um, I'm also very interested in Sonic 2 as well. Same reasons. Sonic's ridiculously funny, and it's it was a good movie. I liked the first one a lot. Um, what else am I looking forward to this year? Black Adam. I really hope it's not just The Rock being The Rock, because I love the characters that are attached to this movie with Dr. Fate, Hawkman, don't know a lot about Adam Smasher and Cyclone, but these characters established the Justice Society. So if I can't get a good Justice League after Snyder's Justice League, then I'll be damned to get a Justice Society of America. <laughs> um, there was a little sneak preview of it after DC Fandom, which was over the summer. Or no, it was in October this year. Um the Rocks looks like he's going to kill it. His costume looks amazing. And I'm pumped to see the rest of the cast suited up. Um, I have Multiverse of Madness as well on my most anticipated list. I think that movie is going to blow everybody's mind away. And I'm very interested to see what they do there. I have Across Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse at my number two most anticipated. Um, I don't think that comes out this year, though. I... The trailer says 2023, but online it's like, um, I think like news outlets still have it at 2022. I'm not sure though. I'm seeing that online. It's saying October 7th, but I feel like that's cap. Yeah, but I have it on there. 
I just rewatched the original or the first Spider Verse, and I love that movie. It is amazing. It is the best Spider Man movie ever to be made, in my opinion. And um, yeah. And then I have the Batman, obviously. Yeah. I do think it's going to be a very grounded movie. Very interested to see what they do with him. I think it's going to mix Snyder's and Nolan's Batman into one with the brutality aspect from Snyder and the grounded and more detective take on it from... Um, Nolan? Excuse me. Yeah, Nolan. Thank you. Um, I'm very interested to see this Batman because we've never really seen a Batman in his prime or so young. Because to me, Nolan's Batman was like one years old maybe two i think is in the span of his career as batman this batman thinks he knows what he's doing he's clearly still a broken bruce wayne and i think they're taking inspiration from the plot of the batman telltale games if you know what that is yeah. and i'm pumped for that yeah yeah i'm excited for that but yeah i'm i'm stoked there's a lot of good cbms coming out this year i know there's other movies that aren't related to cbms but quite honestly I don't care at this moment in time i'm sure i'll look into it more but i'm still riding the yeah. waves of uh no way home honestly yes honestly that's i'm in my superhero phase right now but yeah is there anything else we we want to mention before we close this thing out it's a bit of a long one but it's been a we've had a hiatus yeah we've had a long break so getting back into it i feel like we should start it off with a long one yeah uh not much for mine Sweet. Oh, um, I will say we are going to start putting our socials for people that don't know who we are. And then I'm also wanting to put my letterbox down below as well. So I'm going to do that because you guys can keep track of what I watch and me shit post about movies on my letterbox as well. I should really do that. I should get a letterbox. You should. It's fun, bro. It makes uh, talking about movies easier too. But I'll check it out. But that's letterboxed or letterboxed? Yeah. Letter boxed. It's letter and then box with a D at the end. Okay. No ED. Okay. But yeah, definitely check out our socials so you can stay up to date with what we're doing. We'll definitely do better on posting episodes this year. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> one of my New Year's resolutions. <laughs> that's a good one. I actually didn't make any this year. Neither so. All right. I think we're going to end it here. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun to get back into it and briefly mention some of the best movies we thought of this last year and hopefully this year. Yeah, even though Ethan, Ethan's, Ethan ragged on me for like half of mine, yeah. Hey, bro, come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Venom 2 is fine. I'll give it that. But it's not cinema in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> we're just two dudes making a podcast, bro. My top five is not cinema. <laughs> <laughs> oh. all right bro we'll leave it at that <clears throat> all right take it easy guys have a good one yep catch you guys next time